Good morning. This is Pastor Randy Anderson of This Is For You Ministry. Today is August 31st, 2022. And God has truly, truly been good to us all. He always shows us how much he cares for us, even when we don't realize it or acknowledge it. God cares for us all. Today's lesson is about a parent's wisdom of teaching his children by their experience. Our children need to value life through our experience. What can your experience teach your children or your child? Your experience can say a lot. It can say a lot. So as we move forward to our scriptural foundation, but before we go there, I would like to acknowledge at the beginning of this podcast that we have chosen to move the time of our podcast from Sunday mornings to Wednesday mornings. It was necessary that we make the change. So uh, you will be able to continue hearing this podcast uh, every Wednesday morning. Hopefully they continue to bless you for those who listen to it at work, those who, who listen to it when they get up in the morning, those who listen to it in their cars, they still will be able to hear the word of God from these podcasts, but it will be done on Wednesday mornings. Amen. Amen. Let's go to our foundational scripture, which will be found in Proverbs chapter four. We will read the first 13 verses, Proverbs chapter four, verse one through 13. And the scripture read, hear you children's the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake you not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let thy heart retain my words, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not and she shall preserve thee, love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, but with all your getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thy head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right path. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction and let her not go. Keep her for she is thy life. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we do thank you to God for this another day. Lord Father, let me stop right now, Lord Father, and ask you, Lord God, to let your blessing go with the Menfield family. We understand, dear Lord God, of a young childhood friend, dear Lord God, that I grew up with, him and his sister. Uh, he has gone on into the hands, dear Father, of an eternal bound God. So be with, Lord Father, that family, Lord God, this morning, dear Lord God, and continue to be with the Gentry family who has lost another member of their family, dear God. I just want to mention them this morning. And Lord, as we go through, Lord God, this lesson for this particular chapter with the understanding that thou hast given, we ask, Lord God, that you would bless them and those that listen to this podcast. 
that they will hear a word from thee that will bless them to the place that it will change them and make them want to know more about you and your son, Jesus Christ. These things, dear Lord God, we ask your blessing to be upon. In Jesus' name we pray and we say amen and amen. 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 The title for this particular chapter, I should say, we want to use it as a father's instruction. You say, well, I don't have a father, never did. Well, a mother's instruction. Well, I didn't have neither mother or father, a grandparent instruction. Whoever you were raised by, I want you to put in this sentence, I mean, in this title here, that person's instruction, okay? That person's instruction. Amen. Amen. As I studied this chapter, mainly these first 13 verses from the word of God, the Holy Ghost enlightened my mind to see four important points regarding a father's instruction with his children. Have you had such a talk with your child or your children? Was your conversation about the wisdom of God that comes from his word? Let's get into the word of God and learn what the Holy Ghost has revealed. Amen. Amen. Let's get into it. Point number one, you got to get their attention. You got in the time in which we're living in and the fast pace that is going, parents have to stop and get their children's attention. It says in verse one, hear you children, the instruction of a father and intend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine, forsake you not my law. Let me tell you what he's trying to tell teachers here. He's trying to get a hold of their attentions, and he's saying here the correction of a father. When he's dealing with instruction, he's trying to correct their lives or, uh, before it gets off course. Here, the instruction, the correction of a father, and intend to no understanding or discernment. Why did you say discernment and not knowledge? Well, this part of understanding means discernment has to go beyond what you see. You got to understand all the facts in order to be able to determine how to make a good choice. Amen. I just, someone just told me that they have to have all the facts to be able to determine how to make the best choice. And this is what a parent's uh, instruction would do for you. Amen. For he said, for I give you good doctrine or good teaching by persuasiveness. These things that I have given to you, my child, don't forsake my law. Don't forsake it. Point number two, share your experience with a point in mind. Amen. Verse three to six says, for I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He also taught me, he taught me also, pardon me, and said unto me, let thy heart retain my words, keep my commandments and live, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth, forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee, love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all your getting, get understanding. Solomon is trying to get to his child to understand that 
what he's trying to do with him, he got the same valuable uh, words of wisdom from his father, which was King David. He said, I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He began to talk about the relationship that he had with his parents. And I know a lot of our children don't have good. They don't have good examples set before them. They don't have good relationships set before them. But let me say this. It's never too late to start. It's never too late to start. He went on to say that his father taught him, um, let not his heart, let his heart retain the words of what I'm getting ready to say to you. And see, a lot of parents, what we do is we try to get down to the real issue at hand. We try to remove all the fluff, all this thing, all this thing, all this night lighting, and we get down to the real reason of why you should why you do what you do and what you should avoid in doing with other people. We get right down to the point. Sometimes my children don't want to hear it. They teach it, tell us, oh, you just old fashioned. You don't need, uh, you need everything. Everything that we're getting ready to share with you because we have learned it. We already walked that path. Children of this generation don't realize, according to the word of God, there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. What you all are going through, we, the parents, have gone through it. It just was done in a different time, and it was just done in a different way. What was called something back then, you all changed it to call it something new in this time. We had the same attitude that we didn't want to hear from our parents, just like our children today don't want to hear from theirs. We already know about all that, but here, our wisdom, here's what we learned. Here's what we learned. Solomon got from his father, he said, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth, forsake her not. And she shall preserve thee, love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Let me say it this way. Wisdom is the main thing. It's the important thing. Wisdom is. Well, you say, I'm going to Harvard. I'm getting a, um, a very, very good education. That's the principal main thing to me. No, remove that. There are a lot of people that has a lot of degrees. They have a lot of degrees, but they are not nowhere attached to understand how to live a good life. You can have a degree in psychology and all of a sudden you feel like you need to sit on the couch or lay on the couch and let them tell your problems to somebody else. But yet you went to a degree where you can hear other people's problems. But we have to understand if we move everything out of the way and say, what is the most important thing in life? He's telling us here, wisdom is the main thing. So therefore get the wisdom. But with your getting the wisdom, get understanding. A lot of people do a lot of things and they say, well, why are you doing it? I don't know. Well, why you do it? 
I don't know. Get understanding. Get discernment of why you do what you do. And you will have a better grip on life. Jesus is the wisdom of God. He is the main thing. When it's all said and done, all the praises go up, all the testimony is said. But at the end of it all, Jesus is the main thing. Amen. Jesus is the main thing. Get Jesus. And all that you get about him, get to understand who he is. Peter writing his writing uh, for us to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Know who Jesus is. Well, I, you, you know what? Jesus is the main thing. He cares for us. The Father in heaven cares for us. Jesus is the main thing. He is the wisdom of God. He was the wisdom of God wrapped in flesh and walked here on Mother Earth. Let's get to our next point. Our next point is what to do with the main things. Now, verse 6, verse 8 and 9 says this. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. When thou dost embrace her, she shall give unto thy head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. See, people don't think wisdom has any value. We want to go with our own idea. We want to go with the uh, idealistic viewpoints of the world. I've learned early in life to how to make my own decision. I don't make my decision based upon the crowd. I don't make my decision based upon what my closest friends at the time may think about it. I've learned to pull away and begin to think, use wisdom to understand why I take the stand that I take and why I do the things that I do. And I let the spirit of the living God help me. It becomes my father in that sense of the word. And I listen to my heavenly father and the words that flow from his word into my heart, from his spirit into my mind. I let the word of God talk to me and I'll talk to the father about the things that he would have me to do. Amen. I want to be an obedient child. I want to be known by God the father. I was obedient unto him. It's not to be bragging. It's not to be saying I'm above anyone else, but he has many children and the whole concept of him with those children. He wants to be able to give them honor because they were obedient under him. Listen to it now. Forsake or not. Don't forsake wisdom. Don't put wisdom on the side. Say, hey, that's, that was good for back then. But right now, I don't think it's good for me. No, don't forsake her. When you don't forsake wisdom, she shall preserve thee. He said, love her and she shall keep thee. That goes <laughs> in reality. That's a true saying in life itself. Love that woman that's your wife and she shall keep thee. Love her in accordance to the word of God. Love her and she shall keep thee. Love her 
and she will be willing to be with thee. Love her and she will obey you. And I don't like to use that word obey. And women don't want to hear that. But let me see this. Let me use this word. Love her and she will cooperate with you. Amen. That's what the manual tell us. The word of God is our manual. Love her and she shall keep thee. Let's go on. Exalt her and she shall promote thee. Exalt wisdom and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee the honor. You know, when we went to school and they all, you know, everybody strive to, to do their best and they want everything to be a certain way. But only in the end, it became the valiant Victorian that stands out. Why you say that? Because of the wisdom and knowledge that they obtain and things that they show in their studies and their in, in their way of living. It promoted them and it brought that person to honor. It promoted them and brought them to honor because they learned to embrace wisdom. It goes on to say, she should give to thy head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Wisdom. That's what you do with the main thing. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Oh, we can talk about things and everybody has a way. The enemy has a way of covering it all up, making it all seem bigger than what it is. But if you look at the main thing, wisdom will say, uh-uh, don't do that. That's evil. I know they're trying to promote it to be a good thing, but that's evil. We need to learn how to listen to wisdom. Listen to wisdom. Amen. Amen. Let's go to our next point and our final point for this podcast. Lead them by example. Lead your children by example. I know back in the 70s when we was coming through, it was a saying go, don't do as I do, do as I say. And it was a big thing around our parents. You know, it was a good thing about that. But the reality of it is we went by what they did and not so much by what they say. By what they say, exercise their authority. By what they did, it exercised the reality of what we want to do, of making a choice. See, the authority has to go with the walk as well. Verse 10 through 13, he said, Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and thy years of thy life shall be many. For I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee. Now, you, if you had a highlighter, verse 11, highlight that. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. Our children do what they see us do. And sometimes the things that we put before them are not right. And we wonder when they get up and get old, why, where did they get that from? Stop and think about who they live with. Stop and think about who influenced them. Stop and think about who did not tell them that was evil, but allowed them to do because they say you can make the choice. 
young people don't know how to make the choice. They need to see that the choice comes from the parent to them as their student, their children. They learn that way. They learn that way. We, the parents, are the first teachers to our children. It's not the school teacher. It's not the Sunday school teacher. It is the parents that are the teachers to their children. If you cuss all the time around your kids, guess what? They're going to cuss too. If you went around smoking, drinking, guess what? They may be subject to do that too. But because we realize it's by means of choice, they may just say the opposite. You know what? I see what the smoking did to my parents. and mm, I don't want that. Mm, I seen what the alcohol did and how they came in and argued and fussed. And, and it, was, it, it was a horrible thing to see because of, they said it's the liquor. No, it's you with the liquor. The liquor by itself cannot do those things. The liquor in you and by means of your own course of action and your mindset that's now been diluted by that liquor, it is you who's doing those actions. I know a lot of people say it's just the liquor. No, it's not. It's them. We realize it's the liquor in them, but it's them. It's the spirit behind it all that now is controlling them to do the evils that they do before their children. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps should not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shall not stumble. Thy steps should not be straightened. And thou, when thou runnest, thou shall not stumble. You won't fall. That's what stumble means. You won't fall. When it said thou will not straighten, thou will not go into the wrong path. You won't go that way. Why? Because I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. So as he was summing things up, he told, re, referred to this child saying, take fast hold of instruction. Take a hold of it. Instruction is discipline. Instruction is chastening. Instruction is correction. Instruction. A lot of people don't like to follow instruction, but instructions are there for a reason. Take fast hold of instruction for your life. Let her not go. He already told us wisdom is the main thing. But just wisdom without understanding will not really be true wisdom. And you have to have understanding to go along with that wisdom. Now he's, he's shifting us to look at something just as important, and that is instruction. Instruction. Let her not go. Keep her. For she is thy life. Let me read another verse in Proverbs, maybe to shine some light on it. Proverbs 6 and 23 says, For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instructions are the way of life. 
The commandment is a lamp. A lamp is no more but a base by which the light shines forth. So he's saying they go together. The commandment and law go together. The commandment is a lamp. It's just a base. But the law is light. We don't follow the base. We follow light. Once you have that concept, then you realize and reproofs of instruction, the correction of instruction or the way of life. <clears throat> I can turn in financial document and I have to receive instruction from my supervisor. And the instruction is a means through her, through her personality and everything. The instruction is a correction. It's a correction. Randy, you need to do this. Randy, you need to change that. It's a correction. And based upon my understanding of how to respond to such, I learned through the word of God to walk in humility and say, yes, ma'am, thank you. I will make the adjustment. That's all Solomon is trying to get his child to see. Life, everything we do in life, is about reproof of instruction. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for this, this day. We thank you, dear Lord God, Father, that you've given us the opportunity to do this podcast this morning on this day. We don't know the Lord God who this message will affect, but we know that it will affect someone for every soul is important to thee. Even those, the Lord, that listen and walk away and refuse to hear it any further. But nevertheless, to you, every soul is important. You have given us, the Lord God, the power to make a choice. Lord God, on what we're going to do with what we heard, what we're going to do with what we know. You going to give you gave us the power to choose on what to do. And it's our desire, the Lord God, and I know it's yours, that they would choose to do the right thing in accordance to your eternal bound word. Bless them, dear Lord God. And those that listen to this podcast, bless them, Lord God, in Jesus name we pray in Jesus name. Remember one thing, when it comes right down to these messages and the word of God, that this is for you. Amen.